What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Jamel Johnson, it's the AirBuds. What's good? AirBudsPod.net. I'm Jamel again. I'm Peter again. I'm Mike Benner for the first time. Mm. Hey guys, happy basketball. Happy, happy basketball. basketball to you, bro. Feels a little little hollow though because basketball's been not chill for the second round. These playoffs, other than the Wizards and Celtics, have been a little boring. Uh, and the Wizards and Celtics are only interesting because of the chippiness of it. Yeah, yeah. Some unnecessary scraps. Model. Kelly Oubre decided he's uh, he's going to get brazy now. Yeah, we should just say what that was even about. Fair warning: if you haven't picked up on it by now, we record this podcast on a Saturday and it airs on a Monday, so yeah. we're not going to do the whole like we don't know what's happening on a Sunday. Like it already happened. I couldn't even listen to y'all niggas last week. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes in. One of you jerks says we're going to sweep or some bullshit. I had to cut it off. Almost well, guess what? That was right. <laughs> they, like the, the Cavs did sweep, right? The Cavs. Oh, well, the Cavs yeah. sweeping. That's yeah. The Cavs. Have, we, we we can pretend. We all, we yeah. do know that the Cavs have swept. That's yeah. for sure. Remember Cavs when we tried won. to watch a live game with Chinadu? Yeah, that was um, it was innovative for the time. <laughs> it broke and literally broke the podcast. But <laughs> a, yeah, it wasn't yeah. necessarily effective. But we yeah. gave it. A, it was an honest effort. Yeah, and I do it again. You miss a hundred percent of the pods you don't tape. That's true. That's true. Uh, this is how that. boring the playoffs are. We're talking about it in an episode we recorded three weeks ago. <laughs> how are you feeling, though, Jamel? I want to check I mean, in with I'm, your emotional state. Inside of myself, I mean, after game two, I was distraught. I, could, I watched the game with the lights off. And, oh, no. You know what I mean? I was right there. Oof. And when B.O. missed the little bunny for the win, it kind of – I knew. I knew what was happening next. And uh, I didn't cry, so – that's a step in the right direction. Good for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Us winning game three was big. The way we won it, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I'm just it's been so long since I've seen a Wizards blowout victory. It was a little weird to see. It, it was, almost made me more uncomfortable. It was cool because at least watching that it was like a blowout that I was interested in watching the whole time. Usually yeah, like like when just, the Rockets blew out the blew out the Spurs, I was like I, this is not happening. Like, they're hitting everything. I'm bored. I, doesn't, yeah, I don't Yeah, yeah, because you knew what was happening. Watching the Wizards have a large lead, especially after the first two games, it's like, okay, let's see how they blow it. And when Uber got kicked out, I was like, okay, here's how we're going to blow it. Were they up 25 when that happened? Yeah, yeah. They were up like 20, yeah. Something about something. Why did Ubre do that? I still don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So when if you're replay, winning by 20, you don't get up said, and fight. And you got the call. He said yeah. that it was because he's had some concussions and he felt like... Ubre And he felt like Olenek yeah. uh, did it a couple times. It was just like a gut reaction. They got hit in the head twice. and uh, But now he's suspended. So I will say... Wait a minute. They suspended him for Yeah, that? he's gone for game four. 
Ooh. There you go. And but that's the. But I don't think so. I do not think that. I mean, I guess this is null and void. But you know what? Suck a D, listeners. Um, I don't think that it's going to <laughs> matter. Suck a D. I please think... listen and subscribe yeah. and rate us five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. When I say suck a D, I mean please keep listening. My livelihood and <laughs> ego suck a D depends if on if you enjoy sucking a D. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Sure, like, live yeah. your life, live your truth. Yeah. Um, but my brother says thank you for Ubre beating up Olenek because he hates Olenek. I mean, Olenek, a little bit of a dirty guy. He dislocated Kevin Love's arm a few years ago. Straight up. Is he dirty or is he a dummy? I mean, he's physically Somewhere dirty looking. Two. What's the too? Is he a dirty dummy? Yeah. Okay. Dirty yeah, dummy. He's a piece of shit. The uh, companion to dirty debutantes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should we should we introduce our guest? By yeah, way? let's yeah. bring him in. Yeah. Um, we have a guest coming in slash, early. Yeah, f- taking Ubre's minutes. Yeah. yeah, he's taking <laughs> Ubre's minutes. Yeah, um, I'm happy to. I'm always happy to uh, step in for someone named Kelly. <laughs> that's that's what you do. Yeah, You're just just a Kelly filler. I replace Kelly's everywhere I go. You might have seen him in season eight of Married with Children as the new daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. You, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, you know him from his uh, very exciting, successful, hilarious show, American Town Hall. You? If you uh, know someone who was on Heart of Dixie, like I do, you just found out that he was on Heart of Dixie for a couple years. With your very, very good friend, yeah. with my good friend Ross. Mm-hmm. He was also on my favorite television show when I used to watch network television, The Grinder. That's right. You were on the grinder. And you, were, the you were very funny on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's that was a nice. that was a great show. Yeah, Dearly departed show. Yeah, that was honestly I think my favorite network show in the last like five years for sure. But Matt Hobby, welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming, Hi, Matt Hobby. I'm glad Thanks to be here. Yeah. Hell yeah, my pleasure. I'm ready to talk some ball. Though you come to the right about, place. I don't want to talk about my resume. <laughs> That's it. We're going to break it down more. Let's talk about how you were feeling about your resume. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. So how many game- national commercials have you been in? How many? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But basically, if you need, like, palatable white guy, it's uh, that's pretty much me. Yeah, you and you and Casey Fay, who's been another guest on the pod, I feel oh, like yeah. can duke it out for like, Definitely. for, like, office guy in the commercial. Casey's one of those guys that, like, I, when you say his name, I know exactly what he looks like. I don't think we've ever spoken, but we've been in the same room probably more times than you and I have. Fair enough. Well, you've yeah. also now been in the same room here, so right. just add it to I the list, I can feel his dude. presence. I can really. It's, it's, pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty thick. Easier. It's a thick presence. <laughs> it's a thick presence. Okay, uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Game four, no Ubre. Do the Wizards win or not? I need to know immediately. Uh, I don't think they do. I think uh, Boston pulls it out, uh, and I think that probably swings the series. You're a Wizards fan, so I feel yeah, bad yeah. saying no, that. No, no, it's I, fine. I, I like looked. Oh, I it didn't make eye contact with you because I felt bad. But that is my opinion. <laughs> you did look directly at me, like to support I did, you. I just be like, somebody else get my back. Here. Um, I mean, bro, I feel the same way. I mean, I feel like we. That's a that's a big defender we're missing. I mean, here's the thing. Isaiah Thomas, can he keep going the way he's going? He's fucked up right now. He's got a broken jaw, A broken jaw and three fucked up teeth. He didn't even come out at halftime because he was getting, like, some more teeth fixing happening. Extra day arrest helps everyone. Extra day arrest. I mean, have you all had teeth pain before? I mean, I've had teeth pain before. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're... If your jaw or your mouth, your teeth, like that, that's a special kind of pain that like fucks up your whole life. It might just be like centered in, in your head, but like it affects everything. And I feel like yeah. he's been going on adrenaline. He's been going on passion because of his uh, dearly parted, departed sister. Indeed. But like, can he keep going this way? He's 5'8. And the way we make him play defense has to especially hurt because everybody's backing him down. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. back down. Mm-hmm. Last game was the first time you figured up. out how to actually like 
give him the Steph Curry treatment on like every possession. Yeah, yeah. It's like pretty demoralizing to a when, team. Once they put him, they they put him on Otto Porter for like most of the first half, which is fucking. Retarded. And Porter went seven for seven. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a foot taller than the dude. I think the biggest thing I just is. I don't think you can put him on anybody else though. Right? That's right. Yeah. The, the thing you have to right. the thing you have yeah. to hope for is that they're running actions for Beal and and, yeah, we, and Walls. You yeah, know, we what can I mean? go through Otto. So if Otto has a game like that, we'll win. But who knows? I'm, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I think that, I think you need to just keep doing pick and rolls until you get a switch yeah. onto like John Wall to Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas, and then like let John Wall back him down and just like physically brutalize him. The yeah, playoffs though yeah. are classic for role players playing so much better at home. And I think even without Ubre, like we saw that with uh, Boban and oh, yeah. Porter, um, I oh, think yeah, no disrespect. even Mahimni showed up. Yeah, no, a little bit. Thank God. I feel like Boston's team as did you good. Say Boban, he did. I did say Boban. I yeah. meant. Uh, <laughs> I slid it in. I meant Bogdanovich. Yeah, sorry, Bogdan. When you Bogdan. when you hear Boban, are you like me and you like see the poster for the Billy Crystal movie My Giant in your head? <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, okay, yeah. thank you. Thank I got you. my now, yeah. Yeah. I got my bobos confused. Right, but I don't want to talk about these. No, no, no. Now. I think I'm the sorry. Celtics are a team made up of role players, and like they're just really yeah. good role players. But like yeah. you're, not gonna get, a, you're not going to get Crowder Carroll, and Smart Holly giving yeah. performances uh, that they did in Boston. So I think you guys got a shot. That's Pick right. your head up, dude. It's okay. No, I still say Wizards in seven. Yeah, I think the Wizards are still going to take. I don't think you guys are fake friends. No, I'm not a fake. I fucking called it. Check my Twitter feed. I called this you last did. week. Uh, I will say my bracketology bracket. I had the finals as I think Spurs Wiz Spurs Wiz. I I've seen Spurs Wizards in my nightmares. So you know I, it'd be cool. That would be uh, the most boring finals ever. Bro, I mean, your standard for boring is John Wall would be the him. only exciting thing about it. Kawhi Leonard is an NBA superstar, and I could fall asleep watching him. It does sound. I think it sounds funny. John just like calling Kawhi Leonard names for yeah. a whole series while Kawhi does nothing. Yeah, that's interesting. He's Kawhi like, just having. Like, when is he going to snap? He's he like does not compute digitally. Scrolls <laughs> How many times can you get called a hoe before you say something? Turns out a thousand. Of infinity. Yeah. yeah. He's like Kobe Bryant if Kobe Bryant just played with like a ball gag in his mouth and like couldn't say anything to anybody. It's yeah. like. I mean, who knows, man? I don't know, man. I'm not going to say the Spurs are boring. I don't know any of them fools, man. Who do you guys who think? Who did John Wall call a hoe the other day? I don't know who it was. They say, I've read an article. He's the free throw? Yeah. He's yeah. shooting the free throw. He said, this is for you, hoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Jarebko. That's right. Yeah. Which, you know, that's no. fine. I yeah. feel like he's got some hoe tendencies. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. European Olympic, basically. He's a thought. Who has a better <laughs> chance of fucking with the who taking a game off the Warriors in the next round? You think it's Spurs or Rockets? Rockets. Like, you think? Because I think the Rockets they need to be hitting the threes. That they live and die by the three. Obviously, we saw last night second like, game in a row they haven't scored a hundred points. If they the just like time. scored like ten percent more of their field goals, they would have blown the Spurs out. They just were getting all these open shots and not hitting them. I think it's the Spurs because. I think the like I think the way the Rockets play will only entice the Warriors to play better. It's the same game. Like who shoots more threes? You know what I mean? Like Right, well that, but I mean who who on the Spurs is, are gonna stop anybody on the Warriors? I just that's what I I just think that they would play a contrasting way that could be frustrating. That's I think true. the Rockets are only going to fluff the Warriors. Right, it's you know, going to be a shootout. It's yeah, it's going to be a shootout. shootout that's only shoot yeah. the Warriors. It's only going to turn Clay Thompson on. You know what I'm saying? 
Like yeah. sexually? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like yeah. hard yeah. nipples. Like Harry Potter hard nipples? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Straight off. He's going to have 30 bolt. and a quarter, and yeah. he's going to be like running down the court. <laughs> <laughs> with his arms between yeah. his legs. Tucking from 6 to 12. Corner, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, he's going to tuck it up top in the drawstring. <laughs> yeah. the I feel like it's going to be tough for the Spurs as much as like Tony Parker is old and slow. But like Deontay Murray, I just don't think he's like, who, are you going to put him on Steph? Because he's starting. I mean, he's starting for the Spurs now. Yeah, we watched last night right, as Patrick like, Beverly just completely like ruined his life for the first half. Like, and, and like he's fortunate yeah. that it was just it's Patrick Beverly, so Patrick yeah. Beverly's ceiling is a lot lower. Uh, yeah, but I love Patrick Beverly is a premier defender, much better Absolutely. defender than Steph. Like he's he yeah. was toying with him. It was pretty. He was crazy. fucking with Dejounte Murray like so much. Lamarcus had a good game last night for the first time. Yeah, it was like the, the first time in like two man. years it was fun to watch Lamarcus Aldridge like the stiffest man in basketball. Remember, he's yeah. the tallest guy on the court. See, the, at, the Spurs have a mismatch on a the mismatch. Mismatch. A mismatch. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lamarcus on Zaza. What the fuck? Just toss it in for half the game. They can slow it down, so they've got a better chance of. Stretching it to six, even. Also, like, don't underestimate the difference between Mike Brown and Greg Popovich. That is oh, yeah. a wide, yeah. wide gap. It does make the finals interesting. I mean, we it's a foregone conclusion. If you're Steve Kerr, can you just call Mike during the game and be like, hey. Just FaceTime? Yeah. Just like FaceTime like, FaceTime. <laughs> like, hey, listen, I know. Forgive all the ice packs, but um, <laughs> I just want you to know you're fucking this up. Help, let me tell you what to do. Like like, can, like legally, can he do that, or is it like probably. if he's not yeah. there, he's not allowed to? He probably do. He's it. on the roster. I mean, he's 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 roster. like there. He's he's like at the practice facility every day. He's like, but he's like, he just can't be at the game like walking up and down the court because of his back. But he's like, Leaning he's still forward. involved with the team. He's still running practices like from a chair. Could they get him like a chaise lounge or something and put it like behind the <laughs> the bench? Couldn't they get like a rascal scooter for him? <laughs> Oh, man, that would be hard, man. If they let him lay on the scorer's table? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a, ch- a motorized chaise lounge. That's what he needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a is... motorized ice bath. Like a Mr. Bean type like vehicle. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> it's like a piece of like Broadway set that like zooms itself electrically like yeah. on and off. A naked Steve Kerr in a bath of ice <laughs> wheeling around the court. Oh, can we get the dude from Police Academy to come put some fucking sound effects in here? Yeah. I really want to do a scooter noise, but I don't believe yeah. in myself. <laughs> Try it. That's great. That was Jetson's Ian. Yeah, yeah. Jetson's. That's that was that was futuristic. Yeah. That was cool. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to sneeze, but I didn't sneeze, guys. Thank God. We took, um, we took a do you even, anyone have anything interesting to say about the Cavs and Raptors? Um, um, just LeBron should be MVP every year. Yeah, uh, the usual. I understand why he's not, because voters don't want to reward any one player too much. Yeah, Bernie should have like, won. LeBron can't win it every year. LaBernie. LaBernie. LaBernie James. LaBernie James. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's the the series only exists to show the dominance of LeBron James. And also the fact that, like, LeBron was like, we'll turn it on. Don't worry. Like, when everyone was like, the Cavs are done, the Cavs suck, like, LeBron was like, don't worry, we're we're taking baby steps, we're going to get there. And then he was 100% right because they're dominating these playoffs. Still have questions about the defense, though. Absolutely. Because I think, like, uh, particularly this series, like Lowry was out last game and I don't think they would have won the game if Lowry's there. Like, I think he cannibalizes too much of DeMar's points for you to say like, well, those 20 points from Lowry would have, would have swung the, would have swung the game and Kyle Lowry can't shoot in the playoffs anyways. Um, but I think if you, if he's not hurt, I think 
maybe they're slightly more susceptible. And and Demar really did have like a crazy game playing one on five. It was. Yeah, it was clearly one on five. Game three for sure. I I will say as a Cavs fan, I was so much more frightened of the Indiana Pacers and Paul George than I was of the Toronto Raptors. Like, there's no. They just don't have. Like if you like if you're telling me that like you're putting Paul George or PJ Tucker and Damari Carroll up against LeBron, like I'll take I'll, I'm more afraid of Paul George every single time. Like there's nothing about this Raptors team that I find scary at all. And LeBron is like ascending even higher in his 14th year. It's like apeshit bananas. If you're yeah. the, if you're the Raptors, do you go like we gotta we gotta like rethink the whole plan? Absolutely for next year. You gotta let like, Lowry I mean, go. Are they you locked into Ibaka? Go. Yeah, I think Labaka. Yeah, Labaka. 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 <clears throat> um, Le Serge Labaka. Uh, Kyle Lowry is signing with the Sixers. I'm gonna, I'm still going with that. Uh, We're not happy idea. about it either. I mean, he would be really good as a veteran presence on that team. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. He'd 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 score 35 points a game and help. Joel Embiid mature as a person, but you know, they make the playoffs. They're yeah. they're oh, a, yeah. they're a seven seed. Yeah. If you had Kyle Lowry, for sure. But, like, he's not long-term playing. I don't, yeah, I think they let Kyle Lowry go. But, like, the rest of that team is good. Like, DeMar Carroll will bounce back, I think. He just had a bad year. A lot of players signed DeMar a big Carroll. contract and then had bad years. Because Carroll playing hurt, and they won't say anything until yeah. the offseason. DeMar Carroll hasn't been good since he left Atlanta. Yeah. yeah LeBron's been He was good two years ago. In Toronto? <laughs> yeah. That was so... <laughs> so sweet. I was like, so like, he was good two years ago. Yeah. I like Demar Carroll. I think I think he's gonna have a bounce back year. He's gonna have a bounce back year, guys. All right, you put all your eggs in that basket, buddy. Good for you. Yeah, no, the, something about the Raptors is just it doesn't they don't matter at all. Valanciunas next. I don't know about Valanciunas. Yeah, yeah, it's totally whatever. Like even Drake being sad about it doesn't mean anything. Drake wasn't even sad. Did you see there was like a tweet from Dave McMiniman who was like he was like waiting for LeBron to come back and he's like margaritas on me. It's like he's out. He doesn't even care. Yeah, he doesn't, he's not even sad about that. He wanted to go out for Cinco de Mayo? Did he have like a sombrero on? He did. He had a yeah. sombrero on and, sombrero. Uh, and he was eating salsa. He was like a white girl. Yeah. It was uh, someone named White Tiffany. girl at the Chi-Chi's with a sombrero <laughs> <Yeah>. celebrating Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Although if it, anything in Canada is probably slightly just generally less racist just by like its location. For sure. So um, you, can, you can make those Cinco de Mayo jokes. Are the Cleveland Cavaliers better at defense after last night's game, though? They held them to 94 points on, like, 42% shooting. That's a pretty good mark for them. That's better than they've been all oh, season. Oh, that's what you were saying in yeah. your thread was, like, no, you were worried about their defense and, like, even with Lowry. Is yeah, there... I just don't think, like, uh, there's not a lot of scoring punch on Toronto outside of... Lowry and Lowry and, yeah. and Without Lowry, yeah. they should have held them to, to like, yeah. 80. Yeah. That's 70 sort of even. I, I don't... I mean... The thing is, though, like, they're going to, like, I think their offense and how amazing their offense is at the time has to be a contributing factor into make that, like, that makes their defense a little bit better. Like, just because they don't have, like, peak, peak Matthew Delavadova defense, mm-hmm. uh, they still can, like, you could put Kyle Korver, Channing, like, you like, like, Channing Fry doesn't even play. He's shooting, like, 60% from three. Like, LeBron is just, like, they spread the floor out so much. And like are putting up 120, like even if they're giving up 110, like even if their defense just gets better to like 100 points per 100 possessions or something like that, or 100 points a game, they're it's good enough. Yeah. It's good enough. This, the, our only hope for an interesting East Finals is a Wizards comeback. If the Celtics win it, it's gonna oh, be a walk. If Celtics, if Celtics yeah. win, my my heart 
roots for the for the Wizards. My head roots for the Celtics because we will we will sweep the Celtics it if we play them. Damn walk. Yeah, Wizards Cavs is the obvious best finals. Uh, that that will go to six games at least. I don't know. I don't even know if I want to give them six. I feel like it'll be five close ones, but it, it's still going to be a wrap. This shit is all headed to these playoffs are sad. I just want to see Mike Brown. <laughs> I want to see Mike Brown versus LeBron a lot. I want to see LeBron like stare him down. It's going to happen. Dunk and I'm, stare down Mike Brown. That's you know, what I'm looking for. To my to my father's credit, he was like could not believe that they hired Mike Brown because he hates Mike Brown and he Who was doesn't? and he and like Half he kind of hates Mike Brown. He kind of knows Stradamus that he was like man if somehow Steve Kerr couldn't coach and it was Mike Brown I'm like sure enough here we are like I like. People say it does not make a difference, but if Mike Brown is coaching the Warriors in the finals, I am much more excited about doesn't our it, chances of winning. Just, I know nothing about the man, but he just seems so inept. Doesn't it seem like some Gomer Powell shit? It's something like, about like his face. Yeah. He's just like he kind of looks and stares with like his mouth open a little bit. Yeah. And like I it's just like he looks like he's kind of like behind everything. Like he's three seconds behind. He's just like, What? What? Everything's just on TV. Yeah. yeah. Like, huh? I'm what? looking at a photo of him right now, and uh, he looks like, like your history teacher in high school that you know you're smarter than. <laughs> they're like, That's exactly. They're like, I know yes. you were on Wikipedia before yeah. this before this civil rights lesson. Yeah. I know you were just double-checking all your facts, making yeah. sure it was Alabama, not Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, just a goofy-looking a goofy man. Yeah. He looks like a narc also. He looks like he, looks like he probably ratted on his friends in high school. <laughs> The cops came to the party, and he was like, "Everyone's smoking weed in the back." And then he, <laughs> and then he went home. In the case of, let's say, like a Mike Brown finals coach, uh, do you think that, in the way that LeBron would override David Blatt in key moments, do you think that, like Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and them, just go like, just like pat him on the head, go, go ahead and sit down? And we'll, I feel like we we'll watched last. We they put a blanket yeah. on him. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, watched last yeah. night as James Harden <laughs> overrode Mike D'Antoni. You remember that? Yeah. There was like James, like they were trying to inbound. Capella was trying to inbound the ball to James Harden, and he literally just turned his back and like to raised Capella his hand, like he was like pointed to D'Antoni. Like he and was, was asking like, for the check. Out. He was like, "Check, like, please." Yeah, and he just was like, he just wanted he wanted a breather, and he just was like, "Like bitch, call a timeout to his coach." Like Garcon? that's how. <laughs> yeah, that's how player like great players are with their coaches. Coaches don't matter. We I'm I'm on record as saying most coaches don't matter. Here's the thing: coaching grownups is just on a whole nother level. Well, yeah, right. but then he, but he's coaching Draymond too. Yeah. Draymond is the Draymond is the one to worry about. Like right. Steve Kerr is like I feel like one of the few people. Him and like who's the Michigan State coach? Izzo. Izzo. Yeah, I feel like him and Izzo are like two of like four people in the world who can be like Draymond, get in line, don't throw temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Sit on the bench for yeah. the next five. Like, I don't think yeah. Mike Brown. Like, I'm ready for Mike Brown and Draymond to be yelling at each other in Cleveland and like a timeout. Steve Kerr, Tom Izzo, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, <laughs> and like not even like Draymond's mother, but like his favorite aunt. Right. Oh, it's yeah. like he listens to Aunt Leslie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Aunt Leslie. Aunt Leslie's got it. She's like She's Draymond, yeah. be nice to your mother. It's Christmas. <laughs> You're gonna see Santa Claus. <laughs> that was not the conversation I was imagining, <laughs> but I'll go with it. <laughs> Uh, have, oh, mom was pretty brazy. Back in the day, on a side note, mom, Minnie, hell yeah, just shout out to Aunt Minnie. She's in a home now. Yeah. Shout out to my my aunt Janet. Yeah. She was my she was my aunt Leslie. Lost oh, her nice. lost yeah. her mind, but was hood as hell. I'm pretty sure she ran a speakeasy back in the day. What? Nice. Yeah, yeah. She used to just give us like mad pennies on our birthday, and I remember like one time like riding with her and my uncle to get like lottery tickets, and uh, we was like we was just kind of in the hood and we we're sitting in the car, and she was like, "Man, I knew I should have brought my pistol." 
<laughs> and I was like, for what? Just to sit here? How many if you get in this pod at uh, Sunrise Retirement Homes, holler at your boy. Yo, yeah. If we have any, uh, any Sunrise listeners out there, too, you know, hit us up on Twitter if you have access to a computer. Gang, gang. If they let you access, access the outside world. <laughs> uh, carrying on the theme of, of sad playoffs, uh, looks like Tony Parker, Manu mm. Ginobili, the, the last two of the big three are, are now, like, we, we've seen them play their last game together, right? Tony yeah. Parker out with a, a, a ruptured quadricep, I think, is the official injury. Jesus. That yeah. was one of the sadder injuries to watch because you just saw someone not – he was so hurt. He was just, like, so aware of, like, this was possibly his last moment. Yeah. Of uh, But that last night was the first playoff game that he had, the Spurs had played without Tony Parker in, like, 14 – 15 16 years. years. 16 years. The last time Tony Parker, like, didn't play in a playoff game was, like, I was just got bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I, wanted, <laughs> I, was I feel like, like I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, probably. I was like, it was nine eleven. It was nine like eleven. Yeah, yeah, like dog. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence? Oh my god. I think not. Yeah, there's two of the big three left. Two twin twin towers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Twin yeah. towers. David Robinson. Yeah. Tower two. <laughs> so is Tony Parker the Pentagon? He's building analogy? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Or he's the plane, he's the plane in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's Flight 93. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who crashed into the Pentagon? Uh, uh, the Illuminati. No, no, Russell Rusbrook. Remember when they beat him last year? That would be the – that's the plane into the Pentagon. Got it. Yeah. If right. the Spurs are 9-11, Russell Westbrook is the plane crashed into the, the Pentagon. Pentagon. For sure. Yeah. All right. This makes no sense. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a super clear metaphor. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all and good. I really and feel like, like it, it's going to change the way people think about basketball. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we made some, uh, yeah. some progress right we here. We might have changed the game. We are the Alex Jones of the NBA. Who knows? Oh, my God. Yeah. But, dude, I, I, mean, I don't have an emotional connection to, like, any of the Spurs players. I guess to Duncan was the only one who was yeah, like, oh, he's, he's like an all-timer. But I don't know. I love I love Manu. Tony Parker, I'm like, you know, I understand he's great, but, like, I never really loved watching his game. But Manu's fucking, I mean, that guy's fun to watch. Watching him lose his hair over all these years? Yeah, that's what I mean, mostly, yeah. Something about, like, cheating on Eva Longoria seems like such a bummer to me. Like in like every it's aspect, a fireable offense. Yeah, yeah. I, I like also who, wonder if like who the fuck are you at yeah. her hottest as well? Yeah, like 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 she's gonna be like a senator one day, and you're just like like running around. I don't so know, does man. It have anything to do Same. with like the idea? It's like it's a European player, and so as American fans of basketball, we don't connect with them in the same way like i connected with dirk i feel I like love watching dirk i feel like yeah. not just european but i think it's because he's like western european like it's like france so i'm like yeah whatever but like right, if you know right. someone like from croatia or like you know like when i watch porzingis i'm like this dude's like i'm all in i don't know yeah. there's something like but like i mean i don't know what's a uh, former spur current jazz what's his name oh dl Boris Diaw, he's French, and I yeah. fucking love his game. Because his name's Boris. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you like yeah. that shit. That is the a... only Frenchman ever to be named Boris. That's true. Boris, wee yeah. wee. Oui, oui. But yeah, I don't know. Do we? So I guess <laughs> the, the overall consensus is nobody really cares that Tony yeah. Parker and Manu are done. I mean, I care, man. I feel bad. You know, like you said, sixteen years of work, man. Sixteen years. Mario used to dunk on fools. I was always on the Spurs side when everybody was like, "Oh, they're boring." It's like, dog, you just. Like, what do you want them to do? You want them to fuck your girl at the club? <laughs> Would that make them less boring? Manu Ginobili is dunking on people. D- just watch a few games. Back in the day, he was like, he was doing John Wall shit. Yeah, he was like pre-Harden, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was the pre-Harden. You're right. It also like, sounds like a 
a medical a dick term. Yeah. yeah. I'm pre-hardened right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's talk real quick about uh, – we were having a conversation yesterday that was interesting. Uh, James Harden, there's a, there's a huge backlash on uh, the kinds of foul calls that have, are being called right now uh, based on specifically James Harden's game of bringing his arms up through people's reaching in. And but more specifically like that one on the three-point line where you like run around the screen yeah, and then around. lean back into the guy who's trying to go over the yeah. screen. Yeah, Thomas does it a lot too. Yeah. 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 How do we feel about that? Here's how I feel. I think James Harden is a fucking brilliant player, and I don't understand why people are suddenly upset about a thing that has been happening since Larry Bird in the 80s. Getting a guy to reach in and bring your arm, like, that's just smart basketball. Like, doing a pump fake and then leading into the, the getting a guy to go up and yeah. leading into him, like, that's smart basketball. You're being crafty, and you're tricking your defender and punishing him for it. Yeah, definitely don't reach. Rule one. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know, man. This seems It's such a thin line. Well, I think, I think what Peter was saying, the, calls, that moment... Yeah. The Patty Mills getting that foul call on Harden when he came back through the screen and Mills just has his arms back and he's not even touching Harden and he gets a foul call. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I think the NBA is going to figure out that three-point that three pointer thing that we're talking about, like going around the screen and then jumping back into your defender as they trail the pick. You know? I just think that it's, it's called – a lot. And it just went from like zero to a hundred. Yeah, it really did. Like, and I feel like that's why happening? they'll cut it down. Like, I don't think, I think they've tried to institute some stuff around like jumping into your defender. Like as a guy who watches the bulls all the time, like Nikola Miritich is just like the worst, at, oh. you know, like the worst at like pump faking. The guy won't even go up in the air and he'll like jump forward and flail. His arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know how you're six ten yet. You get your legs to go to like, you know, seven o'clock and your arms are at 1130. Like, I don't know how you did this, but I just think they'll, they'll figure a way to, they'll come up with, they'll just like advise the referees. You know, I think it's one of those things where like, they can't make adjustments to what referees call mid season. Um, it's also hard. I will say as much as I shit on refs, it's hard for refs to like, like these guys are just so athletic and so good and like so good at like finding the loopholes to exploit that like it puts the pressure on the referees because it's like their instinct to call that when you see someone making contact when someone's going up. I think the biggest way to curb it, though, is just to fucking call the picker like the guy who's making the screen on a moving screen because every right. one of those involves typically the, a, a hip check, a hip or, check, yeah. and like that person's trying to like get around him. So if you eliminate the moving screen more, you'll just have a better chance to like see what's actually happening in like the shot and if they're leaning back into it. But also, you see the Spurs playing that defense that Mike was talking about. Like they're like basically like have both of their hands up behind their oh, head yeah. like they're being like arrested and like you can see you greg to... popovich yelling from the sideline yeah. being like do not fucking reach in yeah the <laughs> whole coaching like, staff looks yeah. like they're like in like some kind of like police line basically <laughs> yeah. just like getting the players to like have their hands up the solution to the problem suspended licenses that's what they should do <laughs> take harden's license they did call they i saw they called a, a flail on him which I didn't expect. They did. They called an offensive foul oh, yeah. on him like, flailing last yeah, he was, night. Yeah, he was moving was crazy. His, he was moving the bottom half of his yeah. body like the fucking Levi's ad. Yeah, remember he, that shit back yeah. in the day where the dude was normal up top and he was like you know, river dancing on the bottom? He was fucking river dancing trying to put a three up. And the ref finally called it. I was like, okay, this is new. Yeah, he basically kicked Pow and hit him in the head. Yeah. On the same shot. And they're yeah. like, all right, this is an offensive foul. This is yeah. enough of this. That's the shit. That's why Steph, uh, Stephon Marbury is the man in China because they don't call that shit. Like, 
if you watch China League highlights of uh, Stefan Marbury, he's just kicking fools every t- <laughs> every time down, just full speed, flailing his whole fucking body, and like yeah, he's a just, Draymond they, they Green in China. Go, yeah, yeah. pre Draymond. Do you think <laughs> Stefan Marbury speaks fluent Mandarin or any Mandarin? No, God, I hope so. You don't think so? No. How no. long has he been over there? Uh, like a few years? years, but like they're like they give him a translator, and uh, a lot of Chinese people speak English and want to speak English. So, like, they... I'm sure he lives a life where he doesn't have to speak but don't much. They've like seen a- him eat Vaseline before. <laughs> so, yeah. He probably doesn't know Mandarin. I mean, you would just think from, like, an immersion standpoint. Like, at some point, you're like, well, at least I know how to say, like, chicken. Yeah, I'm sure he knows some key phrases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, thank like you. Taco truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Googling, does Stefan Marbury speak Mandarin? Okay, I'm not going to click the link, but uh, the preview of one article from 2015 says, he knows some Chinese swear words, though his speaking ability remains limited. All right, you know what? I think <laughs> he just knows it. how to yell at his teammates. Yeah, yeah. yeah yell at your teammates. Pass me the ball. That's all yeah. he needs to know. Yell fuck you with the yeah. guy guarding you. Yeah, fuck you. That was not a foul. Um, <laughs> cover him. Yeah. And uh, put me in, motherfucker. I think yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all you need. If I gotta go hard on a bitch, I'm gonna make it look sexy. The new recurring segment, uh, Mike's current basketball crush. Oh, boy. I have a new one. Kelsey Plum. Oh, who's that? Uh, number one pick in the WNBA draft. Okay, to the San, to the To San Antonio team? Yeah, the San Antonio... Uh, oh, wait, I saw a highlight of her doing something. She was the one who launched the, the T-shirt like... Halfway up the the club level, yeah, she, she, club she level. threw a T-shirt like at a Spurs game at halftime, like was throwing to the T-shirts in the crowd, launched it further than the T-shirt got. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> you wanted to do that to your balls? <laughs> Throw your balls to the four hundred sections. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That uh, is such an amazing innuendo. Like, I want you to chuck my balls to the four hundred section, baby. <laughs> Next time you watch, that treat my dick like a T-shirt gun. <laughs> She was she is she's very attractive and that that throw was like one of the most impressive athletic feats I've seen in a long most time. sensual Seriously. throw in the history <laughs> yeah. of in entertainment. She looked like she could be a quarterback. So when we when this podcast becomes a uh, WNBA podcast, it's in the coming. Off-season, we gotta we're we gotta gonna, start we're gearing be watching up. some San Antonio stars for sure. Okay, so it's WNBA. It's three on three league. Three on three league. Oh yeah, yeah. we got and, a busy off season. And then yeah, yeah, yeah like the off season NBA moves and summer league and yeah. summer league in that order. I feel like we're gonna you be guys busier. Go to summer league. I, I think so. Mike, Mike was, talk, Mike was drunk as shit talking yeah. about that shit yesterday. Yeah. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to summer league." I think we gotta go. Did you go? Is, he had a tank top it on. Is incredible. It <laughs> was, is the best time. Yeah, I'm I definitely for, going this I went year. For like three days. How many games did you see? Amazing. There's uh, eight games a day. Oh my god! And yeah, they just happen back and forth. And then it's like so. It, it all takes place in uh, the UNLV uh, gym. Gym. So yeah. like There's there's the uh, the running rebels gym, and then there's the lady rebels gym, which is like smaller. But the the games are going back and forth all day. So you can just be watching one and then go over to the other. They're connected by a tunnel, so you never have to go outside. Oh That's amazing. Um, it's like an AAU tournament. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> and it's like $25 a day, right? It's like... Yes. It's yeah. like... It's crazy cheap. And uh, when when I was there, Alex Len was playing for like the Suns. And, and other players come in. So like John Wall was there the day I was there. Mm-hmm. And, you, and these guys are just walking around. Marcus Smart... Actually, one, my biggest highlight was I got to meet that ref, Joey Crawford. Oh, oh you got to meet Joey Crawford? Yeah, we got to meet Joey Crawford and took a photo with him. He's a really nice guy. That's awesome. <laughs> it was great. 
I was uh, I was super stoned, and I was I got a pretzel from the the concession stand, and I was just like baked out of my head watching that, and I was like, this is the best day. I'm getting a pretzel, and then I was like, I've got an amazing idea. I'm gonna put jalapenos from the hot dog stand Ooh, on, on your pretzel. my pretzel. I'm gonna have, Double up. I'm gonna have a jalapeno pretzel. It's gonna be amazing, and I like scooping all these jalapenos on my pretzel, and uh, they they were in like you know brine, like pickling brine, yeah. whatever. And then the brine started to go through the paper onto my hand, and I was like, oh, no. Now I'm like sauced out. So I'm like, <laughs> I've got crap all over my hands. And I was like, this is awful. And then I looked to my right, and Mike Budenholzer was standing there looking at me. What the fuck is like, this guy doing? Oh, no. Coach Boots, I was doing this. Like, I was just like, I'm a, such a failure. <laughs> Because I was like, all I want to do is shake his hand, but my hands are covered in jalapeno <laughs> juice. <laughs> I can't even say hi to Mike Boonholzer. Uh, I would have said what's up while I was licking it yeah. off my finger. Like, what's yeah. up, coach? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man. But literally, everybody's right there. And, like, we, you know, when the, the thing about Alex Len was, like, while, you're pl- like, while he's playing in the Lady Rebels gym, you're – Walking right behind the bench, and so you can you kind of get a sense of how giant these guys are. Like, I felt like I was looking at Alex Lynn, like somebody the way you would look at somebody like up on stage, like at the Virgil or something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it was just like, no, he's just that tall. These guys are freaks of yeah. nature. Yeah, he's crazy. like seven two or something, yes. right? I think he's going to be good. I like him. I was kind of bummed that they played uh, Chandler so much. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got to. I know, but whatever. Yeah. It's um, hard to tell if anyone on the Suns are, is actually, is good. actually good. Was there yeah. someone at the summer league when you went who like you thought or like the, the kind of like you kind of got like fooled by the fact that it was just summer league? You were like, "Oh, this guy is amazing," and then it turned like, or was there anyone that like stuck out to you that like uh, kind of you got disillusioned by or anything like that, or was it pretty clear like who were the like real good players? And no, you know what's funny about summer league is that so many other guys are like auditioning for jobs in China, or jobs in in Europe, and so you actually end up seeing like a lot of these guys that are more developed as basketball players than like the NBA rookies who are coming in and just doing the summer league training. But like you'll meet these, you see these guys who are on like the, the Brooklyn Nets team that are really just trying to get into China, but they can like ball out and like, but they're like five, eight, you know what I mean? Like there's a ton of guys who are like Isaiah Thomas, right. but just never got that shot. Right. And yeah. like, but can score like crazy yeah. and you're like oh i love this guy named boatwright or whatever you know like, <laughs> like you, you see these guys and you like fall in love with them at summer league and you're like this yeah. guy does not have a chance to play in the NBA. and then he's like off but, to poland yeah honestly yeah, yeah. that's cool but it's a lot of fun it's uh, i highly recommend it yeah we gotta we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do review. yeah no we're gonna have to take an airbuds field trip I'm, yeah yeah i mean i'm going no matter what he's going let's go i'm let's going crash the starters yeah i don't have anything to do you can crash right. the starters you absolutely can. yeah the starters yeah. are there let's go crash their shit that i feel like good. we could should beat, do some live pods yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah i whoop all them australian <laughs> fools yeah. asses listen trey jd lily we're coming for you, motherfucker. Y'all done. Yeah. <laughs> if you told someone that that was the name of the starters and like didn't know anything about basketball, they think you were like naming characters from Zootopia. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> be like, what are you talking? Lily is definitely a snake character. <laughs> yeah. Guys, there's one thing we haven't talked about yet that Ooh. I want to talk about. Okay. Big baller brand. Oh yeah. Uh, Lavar Ball, father of Lonzo and the other balls. The ball master, if you will. Ball master, yeah. The uh, ball daddy. 
he announced the uh, their new shoe, the Zo Three, I think it's called, right? I sure. I don't know. Lonzo Ball's uh, signature shoe that they're releasing independently, and it's going to cost four hundred and ninety-five dollars. How do we feel about this? <sighs> Just makes me feel like what a shitty dad. Yeah, I, I keep publicly shitty dead. I I just feel for his. He's still got two kids in high school. Two kids. Those poor guys have to like. He makes them breakfast. He like makes sure that like their like clothes are clean. I just don't trust anything about that family dynamic. It makes me very nervous. He is the from dad, like a child services standpoint. Yeah, he's the dad from many episodes of Law and Order that I've seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just leaning too much on your star child, and then the and then the kid loses it. Cock's dad in the head on accident. I, it, it could end in a death. That's all I'll say. Like, I want the ball kids. Like, I, it would be fun if, if to have three brothers in the NBA. And I know a lot of people say, like, the second brother actually probably won't make the NBA. I, I mean, this is just what I hear on, like, people talking because, like, I don't follow high school basketball or whatever. But, like, it would be fun if this whole family made the NBA and were, were superstars together. Uh, what I don't like is that he's an asshole about it. That LeVar Ball is a prick. That's the thing that I don't understand. Like, yeah. you won. You have three. You've, like, you know, obviously, like, bullied your kids into being fantastic. Like, you could just, like, be more charming and, like, nicer. And, like, the same thing the would happen. energy, is, that's what makes it go. Ugh, I don't know. Gross. So he tweeted something the other day. I think after, after everyone was like, your shoes are $495. Like, who the fuck are you? He tweeted... Quote, big ballers loose. If you can't afford the Zoe 2s, you're not a big baller. Ha- or, and then he put a cash bag like uh, emoji. That's, he's, he's basically, that's, that's a branded way of saying, if you can't afford my kid's shoes, you're a broke bitch. Like, Which is fuck a, you. That's a great way to sell shoes, I think. You know what I mean? Because some jerks, some Martin Screlly ass fools <laughs> are going to buy this shit. Yeah. But when yeah, I was a everyone kid, who went to I the Fry Jordan's... Festival or the Fire Festival yeah, gets yeah, to uh, right. some some Zo threes. It's gonna be whole Alabama frats <laughs> in big baller brand shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna happen. I don't know. I just remember like being a kid and like wanting Air Force Ones and like my mom taking me to Payless and getting me like the ten dollar like oh. knockoffs and like and like I just think about like poor fucking kids who love sneakers and want sneakers and want to be cool. And they're looking at these shoes, being like, I will never be able to afford this. But I think it has, like, has a nice effect for other shoes because now you can be like, hey, mom, dad, I don't want these $500 shoes. How about these $200 Kyrie's? And they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, all right, I'll save yeah, 300 bucks. Yeah. That's fine. Like, just <laughs> yeah. Nike's like, fuck yeah. So this is teaching it's kids to scam their parents at a Nike. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I, I, I feel I'm good. I'm happy for the kids. You know what I'm saying? I hope yeah. you get those, the new Bron Bronze. Yeah, those new Kyrie's look really good. Those look yeah. like the lightning bolt. You see those? The white ones? Guy. I think that what LeVar Ball is doing, though, is he's, he's making Lonzo a target when he is a rookie. Oh, for because sure. Because oh, if you're yeah. saying, like, your shoes cost 250% of what LeBron's shoes cost. Like, everybody's going to want to dunk on Lonzo Ball. Yeah. <laughs> everybody with a shoe contract, which is basically everybody in the NBA, is going to want to dunk on Lonzo Ball. It's going to be hard enough. He's like a, like a light-skinned dude anyways. He's going to get all that, that yeah. hate. I mean, I, I hope... I, you're, you're probably right. I would like to think that the league is more sympathetic. A lot of shitty dads. Maybe that's it. They're all going to be like, dude, we get it. I'm sure they got a lot of dads who tried to sell t-shirts. Hey, son, you you mind signing 350 of these for me (laughs) if you don't mind? I know I haven't seen you in eight years. Could you you sign all these? So I think a lot of people know shitty dad feelings in the league. Yeah, but like, so he's going to be a rookie next year and... 
you know, they they do light rookie hazing. They make the rooks carry like bags and shit. Yeah. They're going to so, make him wear his own shoes. That's going to yeah. be the hazing that he can But wear. here's what's going to happen. LeVar Ball is going to like try to be in the locker room, and he's going to be like, my son's not carrying bags. Like he's like, And then the, he's just going to get treated worse and worse by his but teammates. But he'll, I mean, he'll get banned from a team or something like yeah, that. Yeah, real like, quick. At some point, if like, he did some dumb shit like at that, some point, like, yeah. adult men around him are going to be like, hey, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, that wouldn't last you, through a camp. Yeah. Do we know, is Lonzo having an agent, or does, is his dad his agent? Oh, his dad got to be. I hope he's his dad's not the agent, that's ridiculous. Agent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's so clear that like he control. It's just sad. It just makes me so sad. Yeah, Lonzo's definitely gonna buy the Neverland Ranch at some point. Yeah, or like also just like or like he should like emancipate his two younger brothers from his father or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Just like like that movie North. Yeah, just like let him run yeah, away go, free. Go free. Yeah, <laughs> go check out some new dads. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. He uh, makes me sad. Yeah, Lonzo Ball and appreciative uh, of my own father. I will say, shout Lon- out to yeah, yeah. shout out to, to to my dad who was. Not like him, so that's hey. it. Low, low bar, but he cleared it very yeah. well. It's way chiller, yeah. Dad. For Honestly, sure. I would trade my dad in for Levar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he's involved with his kids' lives. Uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, he's he start his dad started his own agency, Jesus. so Lonzo Ball is entering the NBA with his own. Sports agency. Let me ask you this. Who the fuck outside of the Ball family is signing with that agency? <laughs> I don't know. Some three-on-three league guys, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Iverson. Yeah, right. yeah uh, Iverson would go. Yeah. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> We're trying to do things differently. Add a little flavor to the game and see what we can do from there, Lonzo said while sitting on a leather sofa inside Lucky Strike at LA Live. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh <laughs> That says everything that he's yeah. hanging out and doing interviews at Lucky, Lucky Strike. Strike. Ugh, that's yeah. awful. That's so sad. I think. Do you ever do you ever see that like GIF of uh, Lavar and Lonzo walking onto the set of whatever that show was? Oh, and yeah, first take. It was first take, yeah. and Lavar walks out like swinging his arms, like like, like yeah, I'm back, motherfuckers, and like Lonzo Ball has his hood up and is just like I'm miserable. I don't want to be here. Like he's just embarrassed of his dad. It seems like constantly. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, gotta be. I mean, whatever. He's about to be a millionaire. All right. Yeah. How how sad can you be for millionaires? Honestly. Yeah. They got feelings too, Mike. <laughs> they got feelings too. <laughs> they fucking they they traded in their right to have feelings in order to sell out. I'll trade my feelings in. Oh, I would. One hundred. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Are they for sale? Every single feeling. Yeah. yeah. All Every my feelings. single feeling. Okay. Yeah. I'll be numb. Yeah. My morals. My I'll feelings. Be a numb yeah. millionaire. I'd yeah. be happy with that. Please. Yeah. Numb uh, away, baby. Guys, is there anything else we need to cover? Any new reviews? Any questions? All right. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to you want to promote, Michael? Uh, I don't. At Benner Next on tape. Twitter. I mean, whatever. That's I will promote mixed that. Mixtapes in a couple weeks. Two weeks from now. Yeah, yeah we got mixtape next Friday. If you're in LA and you like uh, stand up comedy and rap music, come out to mixtape at yeah, the Virgil Friday, Jamel. May nineteenth. Jamel's going to be on that lineup. We Being got the rapper bang, bang. Micah James, who is one of my personal favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back. Peter, you got anything you want to promote? No, I'm at Danger Moses. That's it. Matt, do you have anything you'd like to tell our our, our lucky listeners? About? Uh, American Town Hall at the Virgil on uh, Friday, June second. Nice. Hey, show. It's what? a fake city council meeting for a real town in America. What's Very fun show. show. I enjoy it's that show, show a lot. Yeah, what's the show. What's the town? This. Uh, I don't think we've decided yet. Cool. Cool. We're behind schedule. I'm going to say Reno. That's what, that's what I'm throwing. We've okay. done Reno. Oh, no. We did Reno. Branson, yeah. Missouri. 
We've actually done Brands. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> what yeah. is your Duluth, what, Iowa? We've done Duluth, oh Minnesota. Have you done Richmond? Have you done have you done Richmond VA? No, we haven't. Richmond's a good one cuz it's like it's in the south clearly, but it's still right. kind of progressive. Like everybody's like riding bikes. Progressive rednecks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's a big ass statue of like uh Jefferson Davis in the <laughs> middle of the town, but like everybody's like recycling and shit. So, Richmond's kind of fun. That's More country one. Baltimore. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, I guess I got some shit too. Jamel, what uh, do you want to what do you want to plug? Broccolihouse.com, Broccoli House on Instagram, uh some other shit on deck May 20th, mixtape the day before. Yeah. On Deck, also a very good show. Yeah, if you're the one-year anniversary if you're in L.A. at Meltdown, May 20th. Bring your ass. Oh, shout-out to the guy who uh, submitted something for us to post on the Airbuds Instagram. We're going to put, put that up. Well, okay. uh, we'll take submissions for the Airbuds, Absolutely. Airbuds Pod Instagram. And, we should uh, get that hotline number, too, if people want to call in. Yeah. We were talking about in. getting, like, a Google number. and having Oh, we will get a yeah. – yeah, we'll do, like, the, the Jalen and Jacoby, like, leave us voicemail questions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can we can steal that from them, and we'll just have like I don't want to I don't want to ruin. The Let's just play the podcast live on the podcast. Yeah, we'll cool. have a hotline number. Don't yeah. worry, call us. Yeah, we'll call you. We won't call you. You're going to call them yeah, back. We'll, we'll call you back. Jamel will call you back. I'm gonna call you back if you need anything at all, especially I got a marijuana. House phone, so, yeah, you got a house yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in the you have a house phone? Absolutely, dude. Who calls you there? Cordless. Well, nobody really. It's just you I'll know, call you there if you give me the, the number. Company yeah, calling yeah. You. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you sure you want this? Are you still using it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, guys. I just I also want to shout out a uh, uh, longtime listener. Uh, she she hits us up on Twitter a lot. Camille Esquivel. Yeah. She uh, she asked us. She's moving to New York City. Need advice on how to live in a city with the pressing NBA teams. And then she cc'd the Knicks, the Nets, the Lakers, and the Clippers. How do you live in a major city when your team sucks? The way you do it is you picnics. <laughs> yeah, Fuck ball. Forget about ball. No, I Get think the way brief. you do it is you use it as an opportunity to like experience the away teams. That's what we do with the Clippers. Games. Yeah, that's why so we go like, to Clippers games. It's, it's the like, best time. We just love basketball, and we yeah. want to see all the teams. But here's the thing: Jamel's right. You're, you're living in picnic capital of America, possibly Central Park. Yeah. Multiple different picnic spots. Like you have, you can you can picnic by a lake. You can picnic by a softball field and watch a bunch of fat people play play a game. Picnic oh, oh, parks and firefighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's your favorite spot to picnic in New York, man? Ooh, my favorite picnic is probably Madison Square Park. Um, it's right at like Twenty Third and Broadway. Yeah, uh, great little park. Is that by where like the Steak and Shake is? is? That is where Shake Shack is. Or Shake Shack. That's what I meant. Steak yeah. and Shake. Jesus. Yeah, but in summer, yeah, yeah the summer, original Shake nice. Shack. You can sit on the grass. They let you sit on the grass in that park. They also have those new things there, where like you like those hammocks you can lay in. Ooh, they, I haven't seen those. Those are like I was I was there a couple months ago, and like they like hammocks just like in the middle of the street, right by that. You can kind of just lay in between traffic and, like, look at the city at night. It sounds dangerous, but it's really nice. So check that out. Camille, uh, I'm going to offer you a challenge. I want you to go uh, to Times Square, uh, Guy Fieri's American Kitchen and Bar. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I want you to watch a playoff game there. Sit at the bar, order some some fucking weird barbecue-flavored nachos. Some barbecue blasters. Yeah, take a a selfie with you. Yeah. With you and uh, one of the servers watching uh, watching a playoff game. And bring some insulin. Yeah, bring some insulin. And, uh, yeah, take a nap after. Speaking of insulin, I got a lot of big and tall throwback jerseys. If anybody wants any uh, 4XL jerseys, if you love ball and you have diabetes, hit me up. <laughs> I got some 4X jerseys that I'm trying to unload. I got some good shit. I got a Bill Russell. 
Can you can you not like sell those to Flashback or defunct dad? Uh... I figure, fuck it, man. I'm I'm a I still big ups to Flashback Dante Chang, but I might go solo because nobody at his store buys big and tall shit. Like he's always looking for like mediums and larges. It's because it's like. You gotta be cute. You gotta be cute. It's cute. It's the LA problem. Yeah, yeah, it's Fairfax. We got it. Remember stop. when you wrapped this up ten minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, follow us air, at Airbuds Pod across all social media. We do good work on Instagram. Uh, best of Jumbotron content. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Bye. Later. Good day.